Welcome to the Pet Loss Companion. I'm Ken Dolan Del Vecchio, and I'm here with my friend and co-author and colleague, Nancy Saxton-Lopez. And this is a broadcast that we do live every Thursday at 6 o'clock Eastern time. And then it is available for replay on YouTube and on Facebook and on a variety of podcast audio-only outlets. And so we love very much when you participate. So if you have questions or comments or suggestions for topics, please send them to us. You can reach me at kenddv at gmail.com. And you can reach Nancy at n-s-a-x-t-o-n-l-o-p-e-z at csmpc.com. And we like to note that this program is a friend of Dakin Humane Society in Springfield, Massachusetts. Dakin is a 501c3 community supported animal welfare organization that provides shelter, medical care, spay neuter services, and behavioral rehab for more than 20,000 animals and people each year. The animal human bond is very important to this organization. Since its inception in 1969, Dakin has become one of the most recognized nonprofit organizations in central Massachusetts and a national leader in animal welfare. And you can learn more about Dakin and make a donation and please consider doing so at dakinhumane.org. That's D-A-K-I-N-H-U-M-A-N-E.org. And I will have the pleasure of doing a presentation this coming Tuesday, the 16th at six o'clock Eastern time. It'll be a Zoom meeting and it will be sponsored by Dakin Humane Society. And I'll be reading from Nancy in my book, The Pet Loss Companion, Healing Advice from Family Therapists Who Lead Pet Loss Groups. So I'll be doing a little bit of reading and I'll be facilitating a conversation. And if you look at the description of this program, where you're viewing it or listening to it, you'll see there's a registration link if you'd like to register for this program. And there are still some openings and we'll, it looks like we'll have a nice group and you can listen or you can be part of the conversation as well. And so I think that's it for our opening. Yeah, well, opening. And uh, Nancy, why don't you Take it get away. us started? So, you know, the holidays are coming up in two weeks. It'll be Thanksgiving and then we go into, I don't know when Hanukkah is this year, but we go into Christmas and the holidays, people look forward to the holidays. I mean, I'm looking forward to the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. However, there can be a lot of pressure around holidays. So uh, parties, uh, meals, um, you know, especially when you get into Christmas gifts, um, you know, family coming and family. You get along family. With the family or you don't get along with the family. <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot of work that has to be done. Decorations, you know, Thanksgiving's a little quieter, but there's a lot of food, right? And mm -hmm. I've done those dinners and it's not as easy as it looks. It's a lot especially, of work, right? Huge amount of work. One oven. If you only have one oven, yeah. it's almost impossible to get everything warm at the same time. Thankfully, so, I'm going to visit with relatives and <laughs> I'll help right. clean up if they'll let me. So, but you know, it's it's it can be a really happy time or a really comforting time. There are rituals. This is what we do, but. It also has its pressures and anxieties. So 
when we have one of our beloved animals who maybe recently died or an animal that's very sick, you know, it causes other, uh, other levels of um, emotions, right? Yeah, kind of like a disconnect, right? Because yeah. everybody around you is celebrating and you may not feel like celebrating at all. And you might actually feel almost like put out by all of that going around you, on around you, or even more isolated yeah. in your grief. Um, it's a, it's hard, right? Because you don't have the end. If you're grieving, you certainly don't have a lot of energy to do some of these things. Mm -hmm. And you may not have the energy or the tolerance to see some family members. You know, there's a, there's At a the best of times, even. Right. So, I mean, but all of that comes to rest now. I mean, we'll have our, our podcast next week, but the week after is Thanksgiving. So coming into this now and all the shortages, you know, they're talking about that there's not enough turkeys, there's not enough of this or that, or prices have gone up. So there's just a lot there, and especially when when uh, a beloved animal has has died. And, and also, if, if, you, if you've just lost your best friend or one of your best friends or beloved family member who happens to not be a human being and it's holiday time it just punctuates yeah their absence so yeah. strongly right because you we mark the years by holidays and when they're when we have a loss it's just it's just so it's like stabs us in the heart that they're That's not right. there with us this year they've been with us for years perhaps and now they're not and it just really emphasizes the the reality of the loss that's right because it brings back memories right mm -hmm. so giving giving your your beloved dog you know some scraps from the table you know mm -hmm. he's waiting for something in particular like the, the turkey or something on that or what laying or laying around with them watching football right mm -hmm. i mean there's just things that that you do with them because they're wo woven into the tapestry of our lives, you know, and, yeah. and holidays yeah. are, are important, right? So, but we we want to, you know, let people know that you can control what you want to do and not do. So if you don't want to go to some parties or you don't want to go to any parties, you know, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to do a big dinner if you really don't want to. Well, Nancy, I, I just really want to punctuate this because one of the big things about the holidays is the sense of obligation. Yeah. Have, we have such a sense of obligation that we should do all the things you said, that we should be there, that we should be cooking, be, be decorating, cooking, be, that, oh. and that we should be up and engaged and and the, the idea that you can exercise, as you said, so poignantly control, that you actually do have control yes. over the extent to which you participate and the ways that you participate. And it is absolutely within your power to say, I'm not going to attend That's this particular gathering, or I'm going to attend and I'm going to say, hello and I'm going to let everybody know that I love them but I'm not going to mm -hmm. stay as long as I usually yeah. stay and and so being assertive in that way can feel 
really strange and you can feel very torn, but it is a time where it's very important to think about what's good for me. Like how exactly. do I, how can I be gentle with myself? How can I be kind to myself? And what if I were thinking of myself as a person, another person who I love and care so much about, what would I be advising them to do? And can I advise myself to do those things and actually follow through? Well, and, and interesting, I was thinking about that. And sometimes when people are grieving and, you know, you talked about obligations, but also they may not, they may feel that they shouldn't grieve and they do everything. And that's also could be, end up to be problematic, right? So they take on yeah. everything because it yeah. fills up their time, right? And they don't have to think about, you know, their animal not, not being there, you know, so it, it can go either way. But but what we're both saying is you, you need to take care of yourself. And that's okay that you don't go to to yeah. the third party of the night or even the second party of the night or even the first party of the night. Yeah, you deserve to take care of yourself too. Yeah. Like you, you need to and you deserve to and it's really okay. And if people don't understand, that's really on them. That's not on you. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to set aside some time to, you know, to grieve. Mm -hmm. I mean, there may be situations where you can't get around not seeing family members. Sometimes they come from out of town, especially now the borders are all open and mm -hmm. people are flooding here, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, you may see them. Um, but that doesn't mean you, you, you need to have some time for you. Um, and to really reflect on, on the memories of the holidays with them and, and, you know, what you know memories you have of of what's gone on in the holidays or what what memories you've had of them for the year depend i mean if they've died just a month ago a week ago two months ago it's still really new even in the summer you know it was the first holiday without them yeah and so yeah. that very makes important sense. very important marker yes it's a very important marker of the loss i mean it's 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 even more so than things like the change of season. Yeah. And I mean, like just really, and, and I think it's often a very good idea to plan it out. Like, okay, let's be really planful about what I'm doing on this very important holiday. And also if, if you, if you think about this as well, it may be helpful if you think I'm going to have a very specific time during which I memorialize yep, my right. lost one. So I'm going to, I'm going to say a prayer at a certain time, mm -hmm. or I'm going to go outside and take a walk in nature and meditate on right. the relationship that, that we had, you know, that you, if you can plan something because rituals like that can help contain mm -hmm. the enormity of feelings and if you do that also rituals can help you to get through feelings that are just that go beyond words that mm -hmm. are just bigger than bigger than words a action in a ritualized planned way can be extremely emotionally healing and you know a lot of people may light a candle yep you know um, or have candles on the table or somewhere mm -hmm. to memorialize, or you know, in a in a family setting where everyone knows the or knew the animal, that you go around and and share a memory. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, that's a great idea that you yeah. can do. Um, or you have 
you know, they, they loved to have a little piece of carrot cake. I don't know if they're allowed to have that, but anyway, you know what I mean? So you have a carrot cake for, you know, so there are different things, especially when you get into Christmas stockings, you know, it's interesting because, you know, my daughter and I have already been talking about the Christmas stockings, right? Because every dog has, has stockings. <laughs> and, um, so, and I've got to get boogies now. I've ordered boogies now. So, um, but, and Jack's is, of course, is alive and Ellie's alive. But now we've had Hank has died, Rosie has died, and Molly has died, right? So Elisa said to me, well, we're going to have to get rid of the one of the of the stockings. And I said, no, no, that's not <laughs> happening, okay? So and what I've done is I put a little ribbon around the ones that have passed on. So mm -hmm. they will be there. They all yeah. will be there. But, you know, yeah. that's that's for me. Sometimes, though, you could fill them with treats. You yeah. know, of those that have died, or you may even at some point want to donate them to somebody who who needs them. Of course, ours all have names on them, so I mean that's a little problematic. But but it's okay. It's a memorial. Yeah. Well, the, the the having the stocking and having a ritual ribbon on it, mm -hmm. I think is really great because there again, that's your your you're signifying something mm -hmm. that is just. Again, there, there's so much about loss and love and grief that transcends language that those ribbons probably mean a lot to you every time you glance at them. And every time Elisa and Peter do, I mean, like, it's just got to be meaningful. Yes. And, and so I will keep doing that, you know, because they all, all of those stuff. And, and, and still we have the big picture on the, the mantle. Mm -hmm. um, all of them and three of them have died and that's staying up. <laughs> mm -hmm. down, yeah. It's a beautiful picture of all of them, mm -hmm. you know, so, but you can, you can ritualize or memorialize any, any way you want, right. especially during this period of time, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because if they're not there, we want to make sure that, I mean, they're not ever forgotten, but it brings them, brings it into, you know, what's going on, you know, yeah. during that yeah. day. Right. And, and just want to give a, a, a recommendation to people who maybe haven't experienced a loss, but are going to be with somebody who they haven't seen since they experienced a loss, and you're going to see them at the holiday. It's a good idea to simply acknowledge that yeah. you know that this loss happened and to just say, I'm really sorry I heard about the loss of your beloved, whatever their name was. And just want to let you know that I'm thinking of you. That's all you can or need to do. Yeah. And and I, I say that because I've been, as I've described before, on the receiving end of somebody not acknowledging a very significant loss. And this was actually my father died shortly before Thanksgiving. And I went to Thanksgiving and one of my brother brothers-in-law who I hadn't seen or spoken to didn't say anything about my father's death. And I said to him, I said, Bill, you know that my dad died, right? And he said, oh yeah, but I was, I didn't want to mention it because I didn't want to upset you. And I just said to him, you know, it, it wouldn't, ups it doesn't upset me. Well, it upsets it's, you more than you didn't say anything. Yeah, but it made me feel like maybe you didn't know or maybe you didn't know, you know what to say. And I just wanted to make sure that we both, you, you just knew that that had happened because if, if we don't acknowledge a loss, sometimes it creates a bit of a block in a relationship. Of course. And so, yeah. So if, 
if that's the situation, if you're going to a celebration and you know that somebody has experienced a loss there, you haven't seen them since then, good idea to just acknowledge it and share your, say you're, you're sent, you know, you're thinking of them and you hope that they're doing okay and not, you don't have to do much, just acknowledge it. And then, and with a pet who is, who is potentially dying or very ill, I mean, they, there's a, there's going to be a lot more anxiety for that family, even if they're having us come or family come or they're having mm-hmm. to go places because they're going to be so worried, you know, about, you know, mm-hmm. their loved one. Um, and they need to take care of themselves and that loved one. And that's okay, again, if you just don't go somewhere, you know, because you'd rather, you want to be home. So like those, those TikToks or whatever it is, I know I'd rather be home with my dog or I'd rather be home with my cat, you know, but that's kind of what it is, especially in the context of potential death, you know, or, or when they're, when they're really ill. You know, it's funny because I, I, when I, um, I found some really good things. I think I sent them to you, some mm-hmm. sayings from different people on online about uh, Teresa Wagner had some really good things. Um, and so these are some sayings that um, are really helpful for those who have lost an animal through, through a holiday. Um, take care of your body so your heart can heal. Mm. Right. That's, that's, that's so concrete. That's really helpful, really to the point. Right. Because we talk about that a lot, right? You have to take care of yourself. Grief is not about saying goodbye. It is about finding a way to relate to our departed loved ones in a different way. Mm -hmm. And that's the spiritual part, right? So that comes into them being with us in our hearts and how to embrace that you know, even though we can't touch them. That that to me echoes the point <laughs> we were discussing a few weeks back about the fear that you're going to forget. Yeah, right. Your beloved animal friend who has died. That we, it's not. It's you don't have to be afraid of forgetting them yeah. because you'll you'll find a way to hold on to them. It's just going to be different. So uh, you're not going to have them in your life in the same way, but they're not going to be, you're, you're not going to be devoid of the fact that they were in your life. Of course. And, and they will always be there. Right. Yeah. And then there, this was interesting. Um, acting with compassion is one of the most effective ways to balance out the heaviness of grief. Maintaining a connection to the true meaning of the season can also bring consolation at a time of grief. It is time for reflection, gratitude, hope and love. And that's Jordan Bartel said that. So, and I think he said some of those other ones too, but Teresa, one more, Teresa says, it empowers us and accelerates our healing when we reflect upon and take stock of the blessings and many gifts we've received from our time with our loved one who has died and make a commitment to cherish and use those gifts in our continuing life on earth to keep their legacies alive. Mm-hmm. So between Jordan Bartel and Teresa Wagner, these were really, I thought, really cool things that that would be helpful for people to yeah. hear. Yeah, you know, it's in in the tradition that I follow. The the this time of year is the we're coming towards the shortest day of the year, right? <laughs> and so it's the rebirth of of the sun. It's the rebirth of light, and right. that's what we move. That's what we move through when we hit the 21st, the 25th, however your spirituality tells you to mark it. 
and, and I'm saying the 21st of December or the 25th of December. And so that idea that the, that the light is growing again, the sun is grow, the sun yeah. is with us more can be something to hang on to as well. And to, and to keep thinking about how you're going to hold on to the light, how you're going to hold on to the growing warmth of the year. But also, you don't, I mean, we're all part of it. We're all part mm -hmm. of the earth, right? You, mm -hmm. you really are a proponent of that, right? We all mm -hmm. are part of this universe. Yep. Yep. And that is, I think, some of what um, some of these sayings also, also in part, like it's the season and the season is one of giving and loving. Mm -hmm. you know, so hopefully one of rebirth, rebirth, you know, rebirth right. of the sun. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so I mm -hmm. think that that's really something for people, you know, who are grieving their beloved pets, you know, mm -hmm. that it's, it, it's a connection to, to the earth and its connection to the universe and, and that they will live on with them. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they can be, they can do things for other people. You could donate some money in their name. You could, you could give a turkey dinner maybe, or you could do a Christmas. You could do it, you know, something else to give. A, they have coat drives all the time or all these, the, all these things that people can donate to. And you could do it in, in your pet's name, you know? Well, it, it's, it's so important what you're, what you're saying, because we don't sometimes when we're very down, we're very, sad or very upset it's hard to get out of ourselves of course and when we give to others when we do something for others the what we get back is always it's always well, bigger it's than more than what we give out right and so it's just an important thing to keep in mind that if you if you don't feel like you can do anything to help yourself sometimes it, you can help yourself by trying to help other people in whatever whatever way possible you know large or small and whatever creative means comes to mind for you and so it's just very it's very important you know this idea of being somewhat outwardly focused as well as caring for self yeah those are the two those are two main things to really look at so they're also we want to do some tips right Okay, we're going to go now to, to we're going to switch gears a little bit. And I thought it was really interesting. And I looked up stats today um, about Christmas with um, our gifts, right? Gift buying with animals. And Rover, that's a, a dog walking company, I believe, or pet sitting company. <laughs> they did a um, survey and it said 95% of pet owners buy Christmas gifts for their pets. <laughs> which is good, right? So, I mean, I don't know how many billion dollar business pet the pet industry is now, it's but it's huge. Loaded, I right? I remember we were researching the book it's, the it's market. It's, it's unbelievable. So 700 billion. We, we dote on our I don't, it's, uh, We'll get the number, but it's insane. It's, it's because <laughs> through the pandemic, I mean, everybody got a dog or a cat right so yes and so many people didn't keep their promise i know i know animals. that's something that's very sad for us yeah. but you know but hopefully they will get rehomed you know yep. find yep. another forever home 
But some of the tips for, for those who have animals that are running around, it gets really chaotic at, at holidays, right? People are coming in, they're going out, they're, they're moving around. You know, a lot of my dogs like to lay right in front of what I'm doing cooking, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to be really careful that you don't trip over one of them when you're mm -hmm. running from the refrigerator to the stove, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, we have to dance around them. But you want to be also very careful with, with the Christmas tree. Um, if yeah. you have, when you have one up and or holiday plants. Yeah. Yeah. Some now, of the plants are like mistletoe. Mistletoe is one of them. And mistletoe I think poinsettia. And poinsettias will make you sick, but won't kill you. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, I just read that today because I wanted to make sure because it was always about poinsettias. And I mean, if they eat a little bit of it, if they won't feel mm -hmm. good, but it's not, they, it's, they're not going to die from it. But mm -hmm. holly and mistletoe, you know, yeah. want to be really careful of. Um, and candles, you know, candles, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Overall, I mean, if, if you've got them on a table and, you know, the dogs are running around and boom, they hit the table. I mean, you know, so that's something to keep in mind. Wires, batteries, yeah. ornaments, batteries. Yeah. They're not good. Yeah. And, and eating and a lot of animals like to eat ornaments. Yeah. So you have to, you know, yeah. and some of them shatter and. You and know, yeah. you're, you're eating shards of glass, basically. Which which is not good either. Yeah. We, what we're trying to do is not have anyone take their animal to an ER. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I, I think that most people know this now, but no tinsel. I was once, uh, right. I was deciding whether or not I wanted to go to try to get into vet school. And I was volunteering for a veterinarian and he had, he had a cat who he operated on to remove tinsel and the cat didn't survive. Yeah, and he talked about stuff. how frequently it was it, it at that time, and this was several decades ago. It was fairly common for for cats to get tinsel caught up in their intestines and die as a result. So no tinsel. Yeah, right. and people are going to feed. You've got to be careful with other people just giving you know yeah. food to the to your yeah. animals. I mean, yeah. you know, no they, chocolate they, for dogs. No chocolate. No, no grapes. Chocolate. For no, dogs. Raisins, no raisins, yeah. no onion, yeah. no garlic, no mm -hmm. avocado. I mean, there's a lot of food that 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 they. I mean, grapes can be very dangerous. Yeah, no alcohol. No alcohol, right? Like, don't leave your glass sitting where your dog. Right. The dog is going to have it as a yeah, treat. The, and and some dogs are pretty. You know, they're pretty able to get places and do, yeah. and especially big dogs. You yeah. know, so. Um, you know they're pretty and and in, in creative and how they mm -hmm. get and get get things. Um, you want to make sure all of your um, medications are locked up. Not that you should have them around anyway, but right. um, you want to give the, the pet some space. If, if he's too, if it's too much activity and they're mm -hmm. stressing out, they can go to a different room and just hang out for a while. Um, and the noise level. I mean, some animals are very sensitive to noise. Yeah. And when you our, get our, our puppy is for sure. So yeah. you have 20 people in a house. I yeah. mean, you know, and, and the kids are running around and so forth. That activity um, can be problematic and the noise level can be problematic. Um, and doorbells. Yeah. So if, every, if people are coming in and out of the house and you have a dog that runs, that you want to be really careful of that. Yep. Um, and also the door, I mean, that doorbells could be very agitating, you know, to the animals too. So 
animals can't be stressed out. I'm not so worried about cats because I think they disappear. You know, they're they're able to get more in the house and not be around, but the dogs are going to be around because they're wanted. They're going to want to be with people. So it's just for for folks to to be reminded, you know, uh, how to be careful with their animals. And and just again, it's just about being careful and and thoughtful and caring, which is something we want to do to our for ourselves and for everybody. And certainly for our our animal companions, animal family members, and but it, I think that the most important message about the holidays is that it it's gonna it's very likely gonna punctuate your grief. Yeah, very likely gonna yeah. emphasize. It might it, holidays will often reactivate grief that yeah. is has settled to some extent, and it, it's just a really important thing to keep in to keep. The focused on how do how do I take care of myself during this time? What's the it's best? It's important for you to care to take care of yourself, and to be and to be take care of other of your other animals, you know, and you know, obviously some family members. But you know, you don't have to do everything that yep. you feel that you need to do because you yep. don't have to. Yeah, you can you can put your your own needs as a top priority, and. Yes. And that's okay to do. And it's, it's very hard for many people to do, but it's, uh, it's also something that's about, it's right at the center of, of taking care of yourself and walking through the journey of grief that is before you. And that's the most important thing we can impart about the holidays. Have fun, but yep. be careful and take care of yourself. Yep. Okay, Nancy. Well, great talking with you as usual. And we will, we will, do this again next Thursday, and then we will be away for the Thanksgiving Thursday. Yes. So everyone take care. Take care.